the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. KDIZ Golden Valley Twin Cities Wellness Radio With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. President Trump's lawyer Rudy Giuliani is walking back comments he made about the timing of discussions Donald Trump had about a real estate project in Russia. In a TV interview on Sunday, Giuliani suggested that the president remembers conversations about the Trump Tower project in Moscow right up until the 2016 election. That extends the timeline well beyond what the president has publicly acknowledged. Giuliani has since clarified his remarks, saying in a statement that his comments did not represent the actual timing and that his comments were hypothetical. That's White House correspondent Greg Cluxton reporting. The partial government shutdown is now at week five. Affected workers facing another Friday payday with no paycheck. Democrats in Congress, meanwhile, refusing to compromise with the president on his request for border wall funding on Wall Street. Right now, the Dow is down 169 points. This is SRN News. Are you a member of our rewards program? Yeah. I had the card here somewhere. We've all been there, rustling around for that rewards card you can't find. At Wellness Radio 1570, we've simplified the process. All of the perks, none of the hassle. It's the Wellness 1570 Fan Club, where you'll get early access to tickets for our events, exclusive content, prizes, and more. To sign up, visit TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. Here comes Like It Matters Radio with Mr. Black on Wellness 1570. I'm Lee Michaels. Thanks for being tuned in. You know, become a uh, fan club member for Wellness 1570. When you do so, you have access to exclusive content, prizes, and more. Just go to wellness, our TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com and get registered today. It is free. Here's that forecast. Clouds, some snow, and a high near 21. loved playing high school sports. I loved the competition, the camaraderie, the bands, the crowds, all the pageantry, and I wanted to keep playing. But I graduated. No colleges called and neither did the pros. So, to stay close to the game I loved, I decided to become a high school official. You know, a referee. When I played high school sports, I learned the importance of integrity, good sportsmanship, and respect for the rules. Now as a high school official, I get to help model these same values to others. Maybe the colleges and the pros didn't call, but the kids in Minnesota did. And now I'm enjoying the competition, the camaraderie, the bands, the crowds, and all the pageantry of high school sports all over again. Interested in becoming a licensed high school official? Go to highschoolofficials.com to learn more and begin the application process. How does the baby move in your tummy? How does the baby eat? Can the baby hear me? How did the baby get in there? Wow, a pregnancy can sure generate a lot of questions. But what's important is that a baby is a baby inside and out of the womb. Not just after birth, but nine months before. 
at conception. That's right, every baby is a miracle. Hello, my name is Marianne Kuharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org or better yet, simply dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say the keyword pro-life. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. My name is Dr. Stephen Troviani, MD. My practice is North Star Neurological Clinic. If you've had pain that has not resolved with the treatment you've received, it may well be that the source of that pain is not being addressed. My job as a a neurologist is to evaluate and determine as precisely as possible the cause. The way we go about resolving that pain is tailoring the treatment plan to that specific source. There are some conditions which uh, are amenable to physical therapy that we provide through my office. Some may require surgery, and we make those uh, referrals as well. But the point is, when we make those referrals, we make those referrals to people in whom I have great confidence. I can be reached at our office number, which is 763-416-1400. We can also be reached online through NorthstarPainCare.com. Again, NorthstarPainCare.com. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. It's a great day to be alive. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about how to live your life like it matters. And today I'm going to go into a phrase that you'll hear a lot, as if. As if. You know, uh, I teach a lot about how the uh, unconscious mind works. And let me tell you why. Uh, because it runs the ship. I don't know if you've heard the figure before, but we use 3 to 5% of our, our brain consciously. We're still using the rest of our brain. It's just used unconsciously. Uh, so we are unconscious creatures. I mean, conversely, you figured out 95 to 97% of our brain is still being functioning, still being used, but it's being used at the unconscious level. Unconscious level, that's just stunning. Majority of our life is unconscious. Matter of fact, there's four levels of learning in the study of neurolinguistic programming. There's unconscious incompetence, where you don't know what you don't know, which is the beginning of learning. And then you have conscious incompetence, where now you know what you don't know. That's the second level learning. Third level learning is conscious competence, where you know what you know. And the fourth level learning is unconscious competence, where you don't know what you know, where it's mastery. So did you hear it about it? conscious and unconscious, conscious and unconscious, conscious and unconscious. Even for a self-actualized person, someone who works to know thyself, to work to be better, they say the number is as high as 10 to 12%. So still, even those of us that work to know ourselves, to have an awareness mentality, still nine-tenths of our brain is functioning at the unconscious level. And we are creatures of a habit. Matter of fact, we have this entire system in our unconscious brain called the basal ganglia. 
Look it up. Basal ganglia. Matter of fact, it's talked about a lot in, in the book uh, Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. Highly recommend that book. And he's talking about basal ganglia. Its entire system, its entire purpose is you get you into habit as quick as possible. Get you on autopilot. Why? So the life-altering decisions can be made. So you don't have to think about the little things. And so today we're going to talk about how to live your life like it matters. See, because leadership is a loop. I say this over and over, and some of you miss how all the pieces are connected. Because I give you a lot of stuff. That's why you got to listen to an hour of the show. Uh, I cover transactional analysis, uh, Dr. Eric Burns' work. I cover, cover neurolinguistic programming, uh, Dr. Milton Erickson and Virginia Satir's work, multiple intelligence with Dr. Howard Gardner from Harvard, logotherapy with Dr. Victor Frankel, uh, canine, constant, never-ending improvement, Dr. W. Edwards Deming, emotional intelligence, uh, Dr. Dan Goldman, some truth therapy with some Bacchus, and I wrap it up in the Word of God because I study the Word of God. I love the Bible. And so you get a pretty good expanded flow of information. I tie it all together for you. But you got to realize this, that leadership is a loop. you got to flex your pecs. And I say this over and over because the, the mother's success is repetition. You've got to do the same things over and over and over. You've got to say the same things the same way over and over and over. Well, you're talking about Tiger Woods, LeBron James, uh, any great football player, any great sports player, uh, uh, Michael Phelps. You do the same thing the same way. LeBron James doesn't shoot a thousand free throws a day. Shoots them different each time. Shoots them same exact way. You see, professional athletes go to the same spot to pop a shot, or the same spot to throw a ball, or the same spot, and they do it thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of times. That is like your culture. It's like culture. So I want to tie in the whole picture here. Leadership's a loop. It's permission. It's example. It's culture. Remember, permission. We give uh, permission by how we live our lives. You know, in our training, when people start pushing, it gives other people permission to do the same. When people start trusting, it gives other people permission to do the same. Don't you get it? That's why when someone walks out or someone's disrespectful or someone's rewarded for negative behavior, it gives other people permission to do the same. That's why today we're going to talk about culture. Because culture is not... Uh, you know, uh, where you're uh, wearing your hair in a braid because that's what your natives done. It doesn't mean that you're eating this type of food. That's a different type of culture. That's not the culture I'm talking about. But the way I'm using the word culture today, it fits into that picture. Culture, the way I'm using it today, is the customary beliefs, social forms, and material traits of a racial, religious, or social group. It's the characteristic features of everyday existence. Don't you get it? It's a set of shared attitudes, values, goals, and practices that characterize an institution or organization. And that would fit into whether you talk about a job, whether you talk about a family, whether you talk about a country, whether you're talking about a city, all those things fit in. And so the loop of leadership, permission. We give people permission through our actions. Example, a picture's worth what? That's right, a thousand words. People don't need another sermon. People don't need another speech. People don't need to be lectured to. What they need is a picture. They need an example. They need to know what they're supposed to do based on what you're doing. They need to know what it looks like. They need to know what it sounds like. They need to know what it feels like. And then once you got the permission, once you understand the example, now culture. And that is the programming piece. It is the repeated norms. It's acceptable behavior. 
That's why, you know, in our families, our kids grow up in a culture that we create. You know, where whatever that is, where you do as I say, not as I do culture, or or uh, it's a Christian culture, so you do your best to be loving, to honor God. Or you grow up in a worldly culture where uh, pleasure is, its only, is your only God. Or you grow up in a uh, financial culture where the only thing that matters is hard work and money. Those are cultures. you got to realize it's a series of repeated events. The example I give is um, I went to Promise Keepers years ago. And I heard this one guy say, he said, you know, one of the greatest things I ever did for my uh, walk with God was I put my shoes under my bed. And I go, that's weird. What would that have to do with walking with God? And the guy goes, well, because every night uh, in order to put my shoes under my bed, I had to get on my knees. And every morning in order to get my shoes out from under my bed, I had to get on my knees. See, it was programmed in there. It was, a, it was a built in. You know, years ago, because I've struggled with depression, why do you think I can help so many people? I'm an intense man, and, uh, you know, I'm a child of God, and I see how broken this world is, and I see how this world is moving farther and farther, faster and faster away from God. And so uh, I see things, and I, I can see things. I'm a cultural warrior. Uh, and so I deal with it. And so uh, I, I started years ago. As soon as I became semi-conscious, as soon as I was aware I was awake, I would start thanking God. Just talk about things I'm grateful for, things I'm appreciative for. Why? Because I normally would wake up in a funk. I normally wake up in a depressed state. I mean, for many years when I woke up, it was frustrating because, oh, God, I guess you didn't come to get me yet because I was ready to go be with the Lord. I have no bucket list. I'm ready to go see Jesus. And so, uh, you know, it, it's programming something in there. And one thing I want to do today is we're going to open up the phone lines. I'm going to have some graduates join us. And I want to talk about why. Why I get the results I get in my leadership training. Because today's show is called How to Live Your Life Like It Matters. And I want to suggest that what I do in my training is I create a culture. I create an environment. And because of that environment, people change. It's weird. I, I do my best to get people. I tell people there are two paths. One's wide. Uh, a lot of people on it. A lot of people having fun. But it's leading to destruction. But there's a narrow path out there, another path, a second path, and it's narrow. Very few are on it. It's hard, but it's leading to life everlasting. So what I'm working to do in my training is get people off this wide path that everybody's on, doing it like the world, and get them on this narrow path that very few are doing. Because that is the culture, and that culture consists of you know how similar we are. Because we live in a, in a world that tells people we're so different. I'm telling you, we're much more similar. I get a culture where we get emotionally involved, a culture of continual improvement, a culture of having a sense of urgency, the time is now, a culture of not accepting good enough about raising the bar, a culture of uh, continual improvement, of being under construction, being a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today, and a culture about understanding how we are made and how we work so we can identify blind spots. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, I'm actually going to go into detail how to live your life like it matters. And ladies and gentlemen, it starts with the culture. It's all about the culture, baby. It's all about the culture. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. We'll be back in three minutes. Here's what a pastor from North Carolina who served for 33 years said about Leadership Awakening. If you don't think you need it, you're probably the one that needs it the most. You know, I was one of those, been there, done that, and I've been through some powerful things. 
most of them have been ministry related. And I mean, I'm, I've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about Christian things that the world knows. And I've been encouraged and I've been excited and I've been given energy. Honestly, this did something for me that none of those ever did. And I'm not sure ever could because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned. And it has made a tremendous impact on my life. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, January 24th through the 26th. Go to likeitmatters.net. Click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening doesn't take applicants, only commitment. Did you know that 81% of Americans have at least one social media profile on sites like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram? 30% of consumers say they may not buy from a business without social media presence. I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of Salem Media Group Twin Cities, and I want to introduce you to Salem Surround, the next generation answer to digital marketing for local businesses. Salem Surround can put your company in the middle of the conversation. Call Alyssa for more information at 651-289-4406. Visit Chet Shoes this season for warm winter boots. Our Chet store in Columbia Heights features New Balance snow boots for men and women. Come in to try on the sole of a sneaker paired with the heart of a boot. Now's the time for insulated work boots. Check out our Red Wing stores and our Chet store for safety and non-safety toe options to keep you warm, dry, and supported this winter. Stop in to see us in Columbia Heights and our Red Wing stores in Circle Pines, Coon Rapids, Bloomington, and St. Cloud. If the shoe fits, you've been to Chet's. If listening to Mr. Black on Like It Matters Radio is not enough, if you need more of him, here's one option for your Mr. Black fix. Like It Matters Way of Warrior is his daily blog that can be delivered directly to you. Each day, he chooses a word from the Book of Wisdom and expands and illuminates the scripture to allow for application. Go to wayofwarrior.blog, click the follow button, and join the daily blog. For more of Mr. Black, go to wayofwarrior.blog. That's wayofwarrior.blog. Raise the bar with Mr. Black. In addition to Like It Matters Radio, Mr. Black is available for life caddy work. One-on-one coaching to help you achieve your dreams. Need a keynote speaker? Mr. Black will personalize a message for your audience. He also provides customized training for your business or organization. And of course, who can forget Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training, where thousands of lives have been transformed. All at likeitmatters.net. Raise the bar with Mr. Black at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about how to live your life like it matters. You know, I've been doing my transformational leadership training uh, for almost 27 years. You can go to likeitmatters.net. To read about it. Uh, matter of fact, I will be heading out today uh, up to Minneapolis, and uh, on uh, Thursday uh, we will start Team 195. We have a full class of 12 people, 12 individuals that are going to step into that training room one way, uh, and then leave that training room a totally different way. And I'm going to tell you right now, the reason why what I do works is because of the culture I create. Yeah, I teach. They work. Yeah, there's a, a degree of deliverance. Yeah, I'm a, a, my forte is in leadership and psychology. So people learn more about themselves in two and a half days than they can learn about themselves in years outside this process. 
But I truly believe that what I do that truly makes a difference is the culture I create. And again, I want to remind you, it's the, the definition of culture as we use it. It's uh, the customary beliefs, social forms, and material traits of a rela- racial, religious, or social group. The characteristic features of everyday existence. It is the patterns of norms in place. That is what we're talking about. The set of shared attitudes, values, goals, and practices that characterize uh, an institution or an organization. And that's why what we do works so well. And what I want to do is open the phone lines. Let's go to to, uh, Joseph. Let's welcome Joseph to Like It Matters Radio. How are you doing, Joseph? Oh, it's a wonderful day to be alive, Mr. Black. It is a great day to be alive. Every day above ground, right, Joseph? Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, uh, Joseph, you went through my training. Uh, it'll be two weeks this Thursday. Uh, team 194, uh, nobody out the door, and there is so much more. <laughs> uh, so yeah. how are you feeling, man? How is, how is life since you went through Leadership Awakening with Mr. Black 10 days ago? Uh, it, like a night and day difference. The light was switched yep. on for me. So it, yep. it, it, you know, it was just amazing. Yeah. How old are you, Joseph? Uh, I'm actually 20. Okay. So 20, I talked to Braden, a good friend. He's 20 as well. So 20 years old, uh, you have a good family life. Yes. No. Yeah. I have a wonderful family life. Uh, I just got married earlier this year and awesome. I found out actually a couple days before I went to the training that uh, I'm a soon-to-be father. Oh, uh, man, what better, well, you could ask for a better time to have this training, huh? Right, new marriage, yeah. uh, having your first baby, so that way you don't have to make the mistakes that some of us made, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Amen. So you work with a car medic. Now, where do you actually live? Where do you live? Uh, I actually live in uh, southern Utah. If you look at it, it's the bottom oh. left corner. Beautiful city called St. George, Utah. Ah, no, very familiar with St. George. Very familiar. Got a lot of friends down in that area. My my best friend in high school, Scott Clark, uh, he actually lives down in that same area. So a good friend is a LDS. Oh. Uh, yeah, a really good friend of mine. So uh, that's very cool. And so you, you signed up. Uh, you're starting a new career. You're going to be a car medic. You can do uh, paint-free dent repair. You're going to be your own businessman. You're going to do all this. And so you sign up for this, and you you go to this training. you got eight weeks of training to start your career, and you wind up in a hotel room. Uh, and at 5 o'clock, you meet this guy called Mr. Black who has nothing to do with cars, who doesn't push dents, at least not in cars he doesn't push dents. And so yeah. uh, did, that th- did that throw you off a little bit? Uh, you know, what, if you're here for a car medic, if you're here pushing dents, then why are you at a hotel dealing with Scott Black? Did that ever throw you off? Um, actually not necessarily my old business, uh, that I, that I worked for, uh, some of our sales guys actually went to a similar class outside of Las Vegas. So I kind of knew a little bit of what was going on, but I didn't know any specifics. I just knew that my life was going to change. Awesome. Awesome. And so you show up, you show up in the class, uh, you're, you're 15, 20 minutes into it. What's going through your head? What are you thinking as you start leadership awakening? Uh, the door is right behind me, but I'm too scared to get up and leave. <laughs> yeah, you were actually too scared to even run out the door. If you would have had more courage, you would have been gone, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'm glad I stayed. I mean, it was – Yeah. I The first few minutes, I was just shaking. I was scared. Yep. Yep. 
and now everything's changed. I mean, you you when talking to your wife, it's different, correct? Yeah, yeah. You know, we've had a you know we've had a few conversations about uh, you know my the where I'm at right now. Um, you know, on this path and and just looking at looking back and seeing, oh man, like I, like I should have done this, but I can take from this and I can learn and I can, you know, I, I, I will change that from here on out and, and I will be a better person because of it. Yep. And when you're talking this way to your wife, what's, what's she saying? What's going on in her, what, she, what do you think is going on in her head? Uh, she, you know, at first when I was talking to her, uh, right after the class, her kind of attitude, I guess a little bit was kind of a, uh, well, we'll just wait and see how long this lasts or or where this goes sort of thing. But the more and more we talked about it and, and, you know, I, I sent her a letter, uh, earlier, um, you know, just as I had time to reflect on, on things and, and for her, it was a little bit emotional because, you know, it, it, I've been keeping this going for a week so far and, yeah. or a week and a half, almost two weeks now. Yeah. And so for her, it's, it's like, wow, this is, this is real. It's, it's setting in for her that this is real. And, and for me, it's exciting because, you know, I can't wait to get back in, in a few weeks and, and implement those changes. Saying it is one thing, doing it is another. So it, yeah. for me, I can't wait to go back and do it. Yeah, it's the knowing-doing gap. It's huge. You know, the biggest gap in most people's life is between their head and their heart. It's about 18 inches in proximity on the body, but it is the great canyon, the grand canyon, the great uh, chasm, if you will, because uh, we can intellectually know something, but that doesn't mean we can apply it. That doesn't mean we can live it. You know, that's the difference between religion and relationship. There's a lot of people that uh, read the Bible, study the Bible, and know of God. Uh, but that's much different than knowing God, walking with God, to the huge difference. And so we see it all over. It's the knowing, doing gap. Let me ask you, uh, you know, what's changed in your life? You know, you went through my Leadership Awakening class. You and I are walking together now. What's different uh, in Joseph's life today than 10 days ago? I'm happier. Uh, that's the first. That would be the number one thing that I would point out to you. Um for me, it was focus. I was focusing on the wrong things. Um, you know, I, I, this was something that I was talking to my wife about was, was before this training, I was focusing on the things that I didn't want to be um, instead of the things that I want to be. So because I was focusing so much on the things I didn't want to be, I was gravitating towards that a little bit and because that's what my focus was on. And yep. so after this class, I can come out and I can say, okay, I know what I don't want to be. So I'm going to do the opposite of mm-hmm. that. And, I, and I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be able to listen more with my heart rather than, you know, the, the, what I called it was instead of listening with the intent to respond, you're listening yep. with the intent to understand. And Big so difference. that was, you know, that was sort of that difference in what I'm focusing on is, is the biggest thing for me. Uh, one of the things too, is that before I, I could never sleep, I, I would lay in bed and, and think about my to-do list or, or what happened earlier in the day that, you know, went wrong and, and what I should have done to fix it. And, you know, I'd wake up in the middle of the night. Now I'm, I lay my head on that pillow. 
you know, I recite a couple things that I'm thankful for, and then boom, I'm out like a light. Yep, you free up your mind. Yep, free up your mind. Big difference. Big difference. So let me ask you. So it sounds like a lot of change just for two and a half days. That was a lot of change. I mean, everything's changed. It sounds like you're happier. Uh, you're you're uh, have new plans for your marriage. New plans for what kind of father you're going to be. Uh, you're now focusing on what you do want to be in, 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 instead of what you don't want. And let me tell you, the listeners, why this is important. There's something in your unconscious brain called the reticular activating system. Joseph knows this. I cover this in detail. Your RAS is the brain's focal center, so a stem in your unconscious brain. And it does not affirm. It does not pick up negative programming. So when you focus on what you don't want, just erase the don't. Uh, and you actually move in that direction. The good Lord put the eyes in the front of our face because we move in the direction we're looking. We look in the direction we're moving. And the better example is if you were in a room, and let's say there's a big desk in a room, uh, and you had a truck in that room, and you were backing up that truck, and you didn't want to hit that desk. In order not to hit that desk, you must keep it in your field of vision at all times. And so our RAS works the same way. When we focus on, I don't want to be in a dead-end marriage, I don't want to be in a dead-end marriage, I don't, you actually move to a dead-end marriage. When you focus on, I don't want to be like my dad, I don't want to be like my dad, I don't want to be like my dad, you're focused on your dad, you become just like your dad. You tell a child, don't spill the milk, don't spill the milk, don't spill the milk. In their unconscious mind, there's a picture of spilt milk, and they get nervous, and they spill the milk. So that's what's different. Instead of focusing on what you don't want, who you don't want to become, now you're clear on who you do want to be and how you do want to uh, perform, correct? Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's day and night difference, correct? Oh, yeah, day and night for sure. And once you know who you want to be and how you want to perform, then you begin with the end in mind, right? You project yourself in the future and you act as if. So what is that? What do you look like when you're acting that way? What do you sound like when you're acting that way? What do you feel like when you're acting that way? Right? I mean, I've taken you through all this, so now it becomes real. It's not a dream. It's not some playing game. It's real, correct? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, and that's what, so. What do you think's changed? You got just we got a few seconds, and we'll carry this in the, over the break. Uh, so, what do you think's changed? Uh. For me, I think, um, you, you know, I just, like I said, I, I'm just focusing on what I want to be. So I understand what I don't want to be, but I'm, I'm just focusing on the positives and what I want to be and, and, and keeping myself aligned with that path, you know, well, looking well, ahead. And let me, seeing, cu let me okay, cut you off here. I'm, I'm going to give you a better answer after the break. Can you stay on with me after the break? Just wait three minutes. I'll get you off in another five minutes after that. But wait, we'll be back in three minutes. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to St. Louis February 7th through the 9th. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. 
Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you'll receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, January 24th through the 26th. Go to likeitmatters.net. Click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening doesn't take applicants only commitment. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And on the phone, we have a graduate from Team 194, Joseph. Joseph, welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. How are you doing, man? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you. Awesome. You're very welcome. Hey, and I cut you off before the break. Two reasons. One's a hard break, too. I actually asked you a question that I was going to give you the answer for, but I wanted to see what you thought of the answer. So can I suggest, and again, tell me if I'm right or wrong, can I suggest what change was your culture changed? I want to go back to the first night, Joseph. The first night uh, in Leadership Waking, Thursday night, uh, it's about 1130, quarter to 12, uh, it's the last thing that we're going to do, and I have you paired up. You're sitting across from a, a, a person in your class. And I said, uh, um, I, I want to thank you right now. So before we're done, I said, thank you for your time. Appreciate your money, but I'm not going to give you anything. Remember I said that? I go, I'm not going to give you anything. Thanks for the money. Appreciate your time. And everybody looked at me like, what do you mean? And go, I'm not going to give you anything. And I said, you know, every once in a while I get a phone call from someone that went through my training 20 years ago or 15 years ago or or six months ago, and I'll hear this, you know, black, I lost it. Black, I lost it. And I said, I used to think that that was, they were talking about their T-shirt, their music, uh, maybe their <laughs> certificate, maybe their books. And I said, no, what they lost was a fire in their belly. And then I go back saying, so I want you to know, I'm not going to give you anything this weekend except my heart, my body, and my soul. And I said, what I'm going to do, though, is I'm going to create a culture for you. Do you remember this conversation? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yep, yep. And I said, I'm going to create a culture for you. Uh, and I said, that culture is a culture of uh, 
uh, to, to get emotionally involved with your life, a culture of continual improvement, a culture of a sense of urgency, a culture of not accepting good enough to raise the bar, a, a culture of continual improvement to be under construction a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today, and a culture of understanding how we are made, how we work, and how we create experience. And I said, based on what you do in that culture, those of you that trust the person that sent you here and whatever I put in front of you commit to uh, in this culture, your life's going to change. I said, at the very end of it, don't thank me because you're the one that did it. All I did was provide the culture. And I said, and for those of you that at the very end of this training, look at other people and their life has changed, and you go, how come my life hasn't changed? I said, don't blame me either because, again, I created the same culture. The only difference is what you did with it. Do you remember that conversation? Yeah, very clearly. <laughs> yep. Now do you realize what caused the change to take place? It was the culture that I created in that two and a half days. One of the things that you said, the biggest thing that you've referred to a couple times, you said that one of the biggest things that I'm now focused on what I want to be, who I want to be instead of what I don't want and who I don't want to be. That was big for you, right? Yeah, absolutely. That was a, that was a huge mountain for me to climb. Huge. And why did you climb it? Because how much time did I spend going over how your unconscious brain works, the reticular activating system, the RAS, how your basal ganglia creates patterns? We went a lot in detail over this, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah. I taught you how you create experience, right? How What we do in our unconscious mind because it runs the show. Uh, and the rules of the unconscious mind and how we think, how the mind is six times faster and we can talk, and a transactional analysis. I mean, I cover this in detail, correct? Yeah, very, yeah, very clearly. Yep. And so now you realize in that culture that your focus dictates your direction because the good Lord put the eyes in the front of our face, so we move in the direction we're looking, and we look in the direction we're moving. Over the weekend, you got emotionally involved with your life, didn't you? Yeah, very much so. It was pretty yeah. emotional. Yeah, over the over that weekend in my training, you you bought in the concept of continual improvement, of always doing better, of being a leader under construction. Correct. Yep. 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 In that training, I created a culture of sense of urgency. When I opened the door, you guys ran in there. When it's your turn to go to the front of the room, you ran up the front of the room. When you opened your mouth, you gave it everything. You got correct. Yeah, everything. Sense of urgency. Uh, in that class, uh, you bought the concept of not accepting good enough, that I had a high bar and that you were going to pour it out there. Most of the time, you'd fall a little short. And if you did, I'd tell you and I'd give you another chance. But, but good enough was no longer acceptable. Was that explained? Did you buy into that? Yeah. You know, for me, I guess it was, uh, you know, I don't have a, I, I don't have a plan B. Like, I, this yep. has to work. And so, you know, I have yep. to commit myself to this. Because yep. if I don't, then I'll fall short. And that's that's not good enough for me. That's not good enough for my wife. That's not good enough for the rest of my family, my friends, those that I work with. Yep. And stirred up about that, right? I mean, you got stirred up when you're saying that, as you're telling me. It's like not an option. This is not who I am. My family depends on me. My partners depend on me, right? I mean, emotionally involved, right? Yeah. Yeah. See? That's what's different. For two and a half days. I had you step into a brand new culture, a culture of continual improvement, a culture of sense of urgency, a culture of not accepting good enough to raise the bar, a culture of being under construction, continual improvement, a, a culture of understanding how you work and how we create experience, a culture of being emotionally involved with our life, with our cause, 
a culture of realizing how similar we all are, that 99.9% of our DNA is identical, uh, a, a culture that shows we're similar. We all want to love and be loved. We all have trauma and drama. We all want to be able to provide for our family. We all want to know we're special. Does any of this sound familiar? <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it does. And it's, I mean, I've been replaying this stuff over my, in my head for the last week and a half. Yep. That's what's different. You bought into the culture. The culture overtook you. And now, and I told you, if you do this right, and I told you this, Joseph, you'll be able to walk out of this classroom and for a couple weeks without doing anything different, you can just ride the wave. You can ride the wave. You're going to be acting different. You're going to be talking different. You're going to be connecting with people different. And I said over the two, three, four weeks when it's easy, when it's second nature, that's when you put in place the 30 days of homework. That's when you start taking some of the things I implement in my culture, and now you take them back home and implement them in your culture. These are conversations I had publicly with the entire group, correct? Yeah, yeah. So yep. I mean, I've one of the things uh, that that you that you were having us do um, was was write in a journal and or yep. you know write down our yep. thoughts and feelings for the day, and that has been a huge help for me. Yep. And you know what? Because you said before you couldn't sleep a lot of times, your mind would just go. And here's why: because I teach you how you work. There are parts of us. Uh, there are parts of us, and what happened is there are a part of you that does not want you to forget something. So that part of your mind plays it over and over and over because it has a positive intent. Its positive intent is to remind you of something. Its positive intent is to not let that happen again if you remind yourself. And so your mind is racing on all this stuff it doesn't want to forget. And so by taking that pattern in the new culture I created and start journaling your thoughts and feelings, now when you lay down, your thoughts are on a book, in a book, and so that part of you lets you go to sleep because if you need to remind yourself or recollect it, you just go back and read what you wrote. And notice how when you do that one thing I did, notice how much better you're sleeping. You've realized that, correct? Oh, yeah. It's, I'm, I'm getting you know full eight hours of sleep where yep. I, wasn't, I was getting four or five. Yep, and still in bed the same amount of time, but the difference is the quality, right? Yeah, yeah. Deeper. Just like same thing. You've been married to your wife before you came to my class, so still married, but the difference is the quality now that you have with her, correct? Yeah, yeah, the, qual- the quality is yep. much better. It's For yep. her, it was kind of a, a sigh of relief. Yep, because she wanted it. She's always wanted it. She loves you. She committed her life to you. She's having your baby. I mean, and yet all she wants to do is you to be the man that she knows you are. And that's more of what you're being today. Why? Because the culture I created in Leadership Awakening that you lived for two and a half days, that you trusted because you grew. So proud of you, Joseph. You trusted. You were scared, weren't quite sure what to do. And all you did at some point, you just trusted. And you started doing what I said and you, whatever I put in front of you, you availed and committed to. And, and that company that you talked about out in Vegas that your company used to go to, I helped build that company. I was their first full-time trainer. Uh, that you're talking about outside Las Vegas. I was their youngest master trainer they ever became. And so I, I w- that's why I learned this 25 years ago. Uh, and then I adapted it. And what you got was 10 times better than what they got because I've added transactional analysis, multiple intelligence, logotherapy, canine, emotional intelligence, all the powerful stuff that you did in your class. Whether you're talking about the eulogy, you're talking about the six words, you're talking about uh, all that stuff, the circle process, uh, that you know, all that. None of that's in that training that your old company went through because I helped build that other company. 
Uh, so I know it very well, and uh, wow. they're a shadow of what I do. So I want you to know there's nothing else out there like it. So tell me, uh, you got people listening to you, been listening for a long time. What would you uh, what would you tell someone on why they should go to Leadership Awakening? Why should they take the chance and go? So, so for me, like, and I thought about this a lot through the weekend, um, was when when Moses was was leading the the people of Egypt out, uh, one of the things that is talked about is that they wandered in the desert for years and years and years. And so for me, like, I didn't want to wander anymore. And because of this class, I'm not wandering. I I know the path now. And as long as I continue this focus and and keep the things, the the culture that was implemented and, and keep that in my life, then I can stay pretty dang close and be on that path for for the for my entire life. And so, for anybody who's wandering, this culture provides provides that path. It's not a band aid yep. for you to you know. This isn't nope. a quick fix for your entire life. This is this nope. this helps you structure the roadmap. Yep. And then you just press the go button. Once you got the roadmap out, you yeah. just press the go button. You avail and commit. And then whatever's in front of you, you just commit to. Whether that's your wife whether that's your son or daughter, whether that's a car medic, uh, whether that's God, right? Whatever's in front of you, you'll be a good soldier. You'll avail and commit, right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I want you to know, Joseph, I am so proud of you. Honored to call you brother. Honored to call you graduate. Uh, And, man, you impressed me over the weekend. And you continue to live your life like it matters. Keep the same culture. Uh, because you're going to change the world. You're going to change lives, and you're going to be that man that your wife deserves. So thank you, my friend, for joining us, and you have an awesome day. Okay, Joseph? Thank you. You too. All right. Bye-bye. You know, ladies and gentlemen, today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about how to live your life like it matters. It's all about culture. Give a person a fish, and you feed them for a meal. Teach them to fish, and you change their destiny. At Like It Matters Radio, we teach you how you were made, how you create experience, and how you can change your world by changing your thinking. Opioid addiction, mental health crisis, PTSD, the soaring suicide rate, political hate and animosity. There is a crisis of toxic proportions, and it is destroying us. This pandemic is destroying the foundation of our hope. Hope is fading. At Like It Matters Radio, we help people change their life by changing their thinking and doing based on how we are made. Our mission is to help people maximize their potentials and to live their life like it matters. Our goal is to change this world through our national radio show, bringing hope to listeners everywhere in every heart, body, and soul. We need your help sponsors, donors, and helpers to do the work that needs to be done to change our world. If you are willing, please email us at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Again, that's mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Join our posse today and leave a legacy for others to follow. Email us at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Still need more of Mr. Black? Understand how your brain is wired with brain mapping. This innate intelligence profile will identify your personality and learning styles to help you maximize your potential. Transformational Leadership Awakening has changed the life of thousands of participants and can change yours too. Mr. Black also does one-on-one life caddy work. 
If you want him to walk with you and help you be your dreams, then having Mr. Black as a life coach is the answer. Training is available on an individual basis and company-wide, all at likeitmatters.net. Hi, this is Eric Dahlman at Gospel of Grace Fellowship in St. Louis Park, Minnesota, where we recognize the Bible is the source of truth and the revelation of what God did for us in Christ. We believe that all people are sinful, all need redemption, and that salvation is only found through faith alone in Christ alone. Come join us for worship at Gospel of Grace Fellowship. You can visit us at our website at ggf.church. That's ggf.church, where we explain the scriptures, equip the saints, and exalt the Savior. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say, you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play Wellness Radio Minneapolis. Throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite Wellness Radio 1570 hosts and shows with Alexa and Amazon Echo. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and I am heading up to the Twin Cities of Minneapolis-St. Paul today, hitting the road. Uh, We will start class Thursday in uh, Minneapolis-St. Paul, I think Bloomington, actually, uh, over there at La La Quinta, La Quinta Inn, over there by the Mall of America. So, Team 195. We have uh, 12 uh, students, three staff members, 15 of us, uh, and we will start Thursday night at 5 o'clock, be done Saturday by 5 o'clock, and in that time frame, lives will change. And why will they change? Because of the culture that we create. And if you're missing the show, you need to listen to it again because, you know, it's a mess out there. It's a mess out there. The culture that we've created in this world in America today is so terrible. You look at the Covington High School uh, place. I mean, that, that's just a joke. These this these students in Kentucky, that Catholic high school, uh, it's just sad. I mean, they're getting death threats. They had to shut the school down today, all based on lie. Um, these young kids were harassed. Uh, uh, they were intimidated. They were called every name in the book. Uh, and then someone takes a viral video at the halfway through. It's kind of like a football NFL. You see someone taking a swing at somebody, and all of a sudden they get a flag. But if you go back and watch the tape, the other guy was being pummeled, his face mask jerked around, spit on on the ground, and then you see the very end where the guy's tired of it and then retaliates. Same thing that happens, Covington. And everybody went out and attacked these people and said all kinds of weird things because they're white. Because they're white and they wear Make America Great Again hats. Because we all know the culture today uh, that white is out and Make America Great. Everybody thinks it's a symbol of racism. I don't know how that lie started. But look at the culture talked about. I got this from LinkedIn. It called a culture of appreciation. This was from Martin. He said, over the course of my career, I've been very fortunate to have been a part of great companies with unique and people-centric cultures. Do you hear the word culture? Culture is one of those things that's hard to describe as it's best understood through direct experience. Over this past year, I've had the pleasure of leading the HR function for Whole Foods Market. I've experienced a culture that's grounded on gratitude and appreciation. One example of this is how we end most of our meetings with a few minutes of appreciation. This is when anyone in the room can voice their appreciation for another team member or folks on their team. I must admit that when I experienced this for the first time, it felt uncomfortable. After all, who openly appreciates others in a corporate setting? Question mark, question mark, question mark. 
Having been a recipient and contributor to this practice over the past year, I am now a believer and active practitioner. Showing appreciation builds trust, camaraderie, and engagement. So culture of appreciation, remember? Culture is really, really important. It is a series of repeated events, norms that are standards that are now allowable. You got to get that. And that's what we're talking about with the culture. There's a culture of suicide. There's this article, article from Matt Wallace called Daily Wire. He said, uh, this was from uh, two months ago, Anthony Bourdain killed himself today. Fashion designer Kate Spade committed suicide earlier in the week. That's two prominent suicides in the span of just a few days. And they are far from alone. Sadly, suicide is a veritable epidemic across the nation. Suicide rates are on the rise in almost every state. They've risen by 30% or more. And people will say that suicide is on the rise because we're not doing enough to fight the mental health crisis. But this can't be the cause. We have never been more aware of or more proactive against mental health issues, yet the suicide rate only continues to climb. The rate was a fraction of what it is today back when nobody had ever even heard of mental health. The purely psychological explanations just don't hold up. Clearly, there's a deeper problem. And he says that problem is emptiness. There's an emptiness at the core of our culture, and from this root, the suicide culture expands. Wow. Don't you hear it all? It's all about culture. Another article here, developing the culture for a great Pygmalion effect, right? Expectations influence outcome. So you're in a culture where there are expectations, high-level expectations. People usually perform better. It's called the Pygmalion effect. I've covered it before. Don't you see it's this culture? And what's going on, uh, we have cultures, whether it be at our workplace, at our home life, in our head, normal patterns, ways we do things. Remember what culture is? Culture is a set of shared attitudes, values, goals, and practices that characterize an institution or organization. The set of values, conventions, or social practices associated with that. And that's what's changing today. I mean, the, the culture of hypocrisy out there is stunning. You know, Nancy Pelosi takes away the State of the Union address from the president, and the media loves it, goes crazy. They just love it. It's so cool. She rocks. And then the president does the same thing, take away her military trip, and they go crazy. The media goes crazy on this thing that Donald Trump caused his attorney to lie to Congress, and they're talking about impeaching for hours, talking about impeaching. And it was so off course that Mueller had to come out and say, that's a lie, not true. You stop. This guy's no fan of Trump. And because of all the lies all being spread, look at this Covington High School. Look at the Twitter account that put off this lie about these white kids harassing this Native American. It was a Native American guy who was harassing him. It was those four black Hebrews who were calling them gay names, slurs, and calling them the F word, and calling them the, and not the, it's the gay F word. Oh, my gosh. They're the ones doing it. But because we have a culture of fake media, because we have a culture of lies, and now they read Twitter. They had to take down the account because it was a fake, fake account. They don't know whose it was. It was a fake picture. They think, again, the Russians. The Russians did exactly what they wanted to do. They wanted to undercut our trust in our election process. They didn't want Donald Trump to get elected. They wanted to doubt the American people to doubt the outcome of elections. And all of you are playing right in their hands. All you Democrats that are doing all this investigating want to destroy America just to destroy Trump. You're doing exactly what the Russians want. Why? The culture has changed. We no longer have a culture of we, we united Americans. 
Now it's it's left and right. Now it's women and men. Now it's black and white. It flies in the face. Yesterday we celebrated Dr. King's birthday. Dr. King was a Christian. He loved Jesus. He knew how to forgive. He knew about mercy and grace. He knew about a nonviolent means to change. That's why the civil rights movement back in the 50s and 60s was real. The thing that we have today is not a civil rights movement. It's a joke. It's a victimhood. It's feel sorry for me. It's stunning. We got to change our culture. And what I mean is the series of norms, the customary beliefs, social forms, and material traits that you occupy. Because as you heard from our student, what happens in my training at likeitmatters.net is I change the culture. I then get people out of the victim mentality, feeling sorry for themselves, blaming everybody else for their problems. When someone says something you don't like, they're attacking you. It's probably because you're black or because you're white or because you're Muslim or because you're Christian or because you share the bed with someone of the same sex or you don't share your bed with anybody. See, we always have an excuse. And we always have an excuse if everybody else is wrong and everything they do is just because they're the problem, then we never grow. And we're living in a world today that everybody else is the problem. No one accepts personal responsibility. You can lie. You can destroy a man as long as that man's hateful. So you can be bitter. You can lie. You can destroy Donald Trump because he's, he's mean. And so that justifies it. Man, some of you that go to church, some of you that read that Bible, uh, you might want to read what your Jesus tells you because that ain't it. Every single president we have, every single leader that's over you was appointed by God, the Bible says. Just like Obama was appointed to be in power. I didn't care for him, but he was the person that this country elected president. Didn't care for who he was. I don't agree with his philosophy. I don't agree with apologizing for America all over the world. Just like some of you don't like Donald Trump. But when was it okay to destroy somebody? And this is not just talking about politics now. What about your family? What about your ex-wife who's now remarried? But you share custody of your kids, and so you have to raise them together. What about that father or mother who the Bible says you're supposed to honor them and respect them, but they abused you as a kid. They weren't there for you. And now you have all this trauma, all this drama, even though you're 50 years old, still tied into what happened 40 years ago. Don't you hear the culture? A series of repeated events, shared attitudes, values, goals, practices, what is a practice? Something you do over and over and over and over. It's not something you do one time. Doctors have a practice. Attorneys have a practice. What's the best way to get to Carnegie Hall? Practice, practice, practice. And we have thirty to 60,000 thoughts per day, and most of them are unconscious and they're negative. 60 million Americans struggle with depression. A majority of depression falls in a category called situational depression. And what causes situational depression? Our self-talk, the way we talk to ourselves. Don't you see the culture? Series of repeated events. And the definition of insanity is being in the same culture and expecting a different outcome. That's crazy, right? Einstein said the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. So the flip side of that is if you don't like the results, change the approach. As you change the approach, you change the results. In other words, if you don't like what you're getting, who you're becoming, then change the culture, change the norms, change the repeated activities, and you'll change how you show up, and you'll change who you become. Go to likeitmatters.net, and I'll help you. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future, reminding you, 
When you live your life like it matters, it does. When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I liked things to always be the same. Anything new or different would scare and upset me. I was very sensitive to lights and sounds. It was almost like I had bigger eyes and ears than everyone else. So I built secret hiding places where nothing could get in. I didn't like looking people in the eye. It made me feel uncomfortable. I'd throw big tantrums over little things like when my socks didn't match. Sometimes I'd do the same things over and over. Until one day, I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. You can see signs of autism in children as young as 18 months. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Your resource for health and wellness is Wellness Radio 1570. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.